0: fine hello and welcome to the basic Thought podcast yes, fantasy show i'm your host adam caster here as always my co-host ed Birdsall. mr Birdsall,
1: how are you i'm fine adam my allergies are killing me my eyes are like bulging out of my face my throat is like closing yeah i'm I, i'm i'm struggling for survival i'm struggling for life but other than that i'm just stellar man on like a mission springtime. Sounds like springtime. Man on a fucking mission. Yep. Just living the dream. How about you? How about you? How 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 is your life? It's good. Yeah. Can't complain. How has mother earth decided to fuck you today? <laughs>
0: I don't know. It was it was pouring over the weekend. I wish. Utah. And Thank god I wish. Yeah, but it's like 80 today. So,
1: not bad bet We'll take that. It was it was in like it was in the low seventies here today, so it wasn't it wasn't all that bad. It was actually tep- temperature-wise, it was actually pretty nice, but the uh, the the pollen-wise, yeah, it's uh, it's it it's it's quite fucking terrible.
0: Did I ever tell you like it rarely rains here? Well, actually, last year it barely rained, like at all. Yeah, but and how barely... are the,
1: how are the allergies out there?
0: Well, I will tell you. That last year, my first year living in Utah, allergies kicked my ass. Mm, I'm sure. They were off because it's a desert and it's windy and there's pollen everywhere. And yeah. But honestly, this year hasn't been too bad. I think it's because I switched allergy medicine like last year. Or maybe I was sick from something else. But yeah. Like February, March, I was like, "Why the fuck did I move here?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because no, no, it was not great. I was like sniffling and coughing and all the, all those terrible things that you definitely know, don't want to hear about. But yeah, it's, no, I, uh, hate, that. It's I a, hate that. Yeah, it's been better this year, though. I would say.
1: Yeah, no, I really no the allergies. The allergy thing is just not. I'm not jiving with it right now, and and I saw, I started out I was okay. But now now no. Now 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 I'm like I'm I'm dying. You do sound
0: a little stuffed up. I will oh, say. Oh, I'm very
1: stuffed up. I'm very stuffed up.
0: But well anyway, let's go into the mailbag and you know lighten your lighten the spirits a little bit.
1: Mailbag.
0: See, you were you're well you are well enough to do that for listen, sure.
1: Listen, for the mailbag, for the mailbag, you dig deep. You, you dig deep ne- that's most. right
0: yeah exactly exactly so we have 13 questions in the mailbag um all football related I know that we uh you know soon we'll probably do a monthly mailbag if we haven't already
1: yeah that's true that's true I'll I'll dive back in and I'll to see what's uh what's is uh what's in there yeah I mean this is the fantasy show so it has to be a fantasy yeah. mailbag
0: That's true. This is, uh, yeah, this is strictly business that we're dealing with here. Indeed, it is. No questions like, "Oh, who do you want as the the Rangers' next head coach?"
1: My answer is controversial.
0: My answer, well, I don't know. After before the second round, my answer is something, but now not so much.
1: No, my my answer is very controversial. Is it who I think it is? JQ? Ew. No, no, it's not JQ. Is it Babcock? No, 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 God, no. Goddamn. Good, good, good heaven stuff. No. Who is it? Chris Nabla. I don't think that's
0: controversial. I think he's been getting a lot of support from uh, Rangers fans. I initially wanted Sheldon Keefe if he gets fired by the Maple oh, Leafs. Oh, God,
1: no, Adam. Oh, God, no. Oh, but, God, no. Oh, but, God, no. No, 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 no.
0: But I would oh. say after what the Leafs did, I'm not too confident in Sheldon Keefe as an NHL head coach.
1: No, 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 no.
0: He's just really good. He's really good in the regular season, but he just isn't a good playoff coach. It's
1: like, it, it's like all the love that Kyle Dubas is getting right now to be, you know, oh, he can go to Pittsburgh and he could build up the Pittsburgh Penguins again. What, what what's he done? What, what what is what is Kyle Dubas done in Toronto that all of a sudden he's good enough to become general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins? Like what are we what are we talking about? I mean it's true. What well, I don't know. What like Just... what are we fucking talking about? That Kyle Dubas is like this next great general manager. He's not. Like if if you take Kyle Dubas and Kyle Dubas did what Kyle Dubas did with the Maple Leafs but did it with the a- a- Anaheim Ducks we're not talking about Kyle Dubas potentially going to the Pittsburgh Penguins we're we're just not
0: Well, I mean, part of a lot of his success um he won it. well, he did win the lottery where you won the Austin Matthews lottery uh John Tavares. You signed John Tavares.
1: Well, they didn't need to sign John Tavares. They shouldn't have signed John Tavares.
0: Yeah, he's not a great negotiator because you know he has all he's his hands are tied in the salary cap with those contracts. Sure, sure. They did get Although, Ryan
1: O'Reilly though, and Ryan O'Reilly was maybe the best player for them in the entire playoffs. So I'll I'll, I'll give him that next to next to William Melander. They, bo- they both are really good. Yeah,
0: I think he is a good GM, but I don't know. I'd be interested to see how he performs in a franchise that's not cursed.
1: He's a good GM that's being talked about as a great GM. When he's only got, gotten out of the first round once. And the one time they got out of the first round, they got absolutely smacked in the second round. I, I've been saying <laughs> this to people pretty much now for the last week and a half. They won the Stanley Cup in round 1.
0: Yeah. Well, don't catch That was the that was
1: their Stanley Cup final. <laughs> and there's an obvious comparison that I want to make, but I'm not going to make it because it's like beating a dead horse.
0: Please don't do that. Wait, let's not.
1: What beat a dead horse or make the comparison?
0: Make the comparison.
1: There is a comparison oh. that I've said many times in this podcast, any loyal listeners know exactly what it is. It's the same thing.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, enough of that. Um, as you know, we love our tangents here on the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show.
1: Tangents are great.
0: Tangents are great. It's nice to have a break in the action and just talk about something completely random.
1: Yeah, break in the action. That's a way. To, that's a way to put it.
0: <laughs> it's generous. <laughs> um, okay, we have thirteen questions. Like I said, so pick a number.
1: Uh, let's go with number. Gantz put the deck. Let's go with 10.
0: 10 is from Billy. Billy, where is Billy from?
1: Billy is if from we... a place where allergies do not exist. Billy is from a place full of happy, positive, and vibrant thoughts. Billy is from a place where unicorns and magical pixie fairies decide to run wild on a daily basis. Billy. Is from Utopia. He is from Portland, Oregon. Beautiful place. Beautiful people. Yeah. We love you, Portland.
0: You don't know, have to look that up and see if there are actually it are, is no pollen in Portland because, you know, you never know.
1: It's too perfect to have pollen.
0: Apparently. I'll take your inside, word for inside it.
1: Inside source.
0: Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> sources say. Source, Portland, source, Oregon.
1: Sources can confirm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> But uh I'm excited for this because um you know is uh, is a fun question. Billy asks, "What wide receiver is your clear-cut bust candidate for the year?" I can only choose one? Yes, you can only choose one. Although you kind of already an- you might have answered the question already with
1: just with that sentence. I mean, I have a bunch I have a bunch. Um, I, I mean, I'll just go for the one that's like the highest in the ranks. Then, that's probably what I'll do. Um, the clearest bust candidate, I'll say. Ah, uh, I mean, I've said this guy's name a thousand times. Um, it's Debo, but I won't say Debo for this. I'll pick out another name. Um, I'll say. I'll say Michael Pittman. Of the Indianapolis Colts, yeah, I would say Michael Pittman. Not as convinced as not not as convinced as with that one. So I do I do like him. Chris Godwin is another one where I think that could be he could be very busty. But yeah, the obvious answer is Debo.
0: Chris Godwin and Michael Pittman are two great examples of you're going to be relying on two potentially well. One that is kind of an okay quarterback and one that we don't know yet, but has shown in the past that he's not the greatest thrower of the ball.
1: Well, Debo and Debo and Chris Godwin, we don't know who their starters are going to be. Well, right. We have no idea. Well, Debo Samuel, I don't know. He's definitely, I
0: don't know. Well, with Debo, it's not going to be Brock Party, probably.
1: Not to start. No. Not to start the year. It's I mean, gonna honestly, be Trey Lance. I mean, Trey I Lance. Be, Don- I not... think it's gonna be Donald or Sa- or Sammy. I think it's gonna be Sam. I really think it's gonna be Sam and and Godwin. That's a full blown competition in Tampa between Kyle Trask and, and and Baker Mayfield. And honestly, I I don't know who you'd rather have. I mean, I think I'd rather have Baker, but I'm not like I'm not a hundred percent sold. That's like the the clear cut guy that I would want
0: or the mystery box in Kyle
1: Trask. Right. Right. Then here here's another one too that I don't think people are talking much about. Just one to put out there. What about DK Metcalf in Seattle? I don't know. Did he have a good well he's Oh, a- he had a great he had a great year and that was largely in part because of Geno, but what if Geno takes a step back? What if Geno well, yeah. stinks?
0: I mean you could say that about a lot of these players who don't have established stars as quarterbacks. Sure, um, but
1: but but I think mainly, you know, we're not talking about the, the the rookies necessarily, but everyone thought Gino was gonna stink last year, didn't stink, got a nice contract, deservedly got a nice contract. And now that he got paid, what if Gino just stinks? And he's the guy that we thought he was gonna be last year. For what it's worth, I don't think that's the case. Like, I'm still drafting DK Metcalf where I can get him. But that's just a day that I don't think anybody is really talking about.
0: It's a good point. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at his numbers. Like, he actually, he did have a good season. But really, it wasn't, like, amazing. I mean, he had a, he had a ton of catches. I think that's, he was great in, in PPR. But... Just a touch over a thousand uh, yards and uh, only six touchdowns, and those those six touchdowns uh, were the lowest total of his career.
1: Yeah, but he also got a ton of looks in in the red zone when it was really really close. They they really did zero in on on DK a whole heck of a lot. But if you look if you look at him though on a, on a game by game basis, he he was either top twenty or he was. Outside the top forty, like it, it, was, it was really inconsistent at times for for DK and like and like I said, I'll I'll still be drafting him, I'll still be drafting him where where I can get him, um, but I, I again I don't think that's a name that's been talked about enough, that could potentially be be a bust when it's all said and done.
0: I mean, you look at the the players like in his area um so this is tier 3 on fantasy pros and the cool thing about fantasy pros is that they put their uh, position player or their players in tiers so you have you know tier 1 tier 2 tier 3 and the tier 3 players are 10 to 15 and that's Garrett Walson Jalen Waddle T Higgins Chris Olave DeVonta Smith and then DK Metcalf at 15
1: and you can make a case that, that all those guys maybe have some sort of bust potential in them, with the exception maybe of AJ Brown. But I think AJ oh, yeah. Brown is pretty bust proof. But the rest the rest I like, could see a case.
0: Did I say AJ Brown?
1: Oh no, you didn't. I apologize. I'm looking at my own ranks. That's why. That's um, why. Is AJ is AJ Brown uh ahead? Where did they yeah. AJ Brown in the consensus? At uh nine. Oh, as the wide receiver nine. Yes. Oh, I think about ninth overall. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have him at wide receiver 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I so mean, that... I think, I, I think AJ, I think AJ is, is AJ is steady, but the names that you mentioned, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave, Devonta Smith. You can make a T case Higgins is also them. there. T Higgins. Yeah. You can make a case for, for all of them to be, uh, to be busts for sure.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like I'd I would rather have all those guys over Metcalf. So I uh, guess the the rankings I'm, work.
1: I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. I'd rather have Garrett, AJ Brown, for what it's worth, Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave, T Higgins, Devonta Smith by one over DK Metcalf.
0: Um, kind of you picked a lot of interesting players as your your bust. But I'm gonna go with I don't know, maybe Keaton Allen as a he's not like a clear cut bust, but he just can't stay healthy, and he's been pretty good. But I feel like he's kind of I mean they were talking about him as a candidate to get released in the off season, so I just I don't know. I feel like this is the start of the uh the decline for Keenan Allen which is sad to say because Keenan Allen's awesome but I just don't I just don't see it this year. I hope, you know, for his sake that he does well and he has the quarterback, he has the offense, but I feel like Mike Williams is going to overtake him as the wide receiver one in LA if he hasn't already.
1: Interesting cuz I I literally did did the show today about <laughs> Uh, Values and looking at current ADP I hated Mike Williams and his Current ADP but then again I was also being Picky because I just don't know what to really Do with Mike Williams So I'm like In the complete opposite campus here where it's like I actually think the most consistent if Not safe guy In Los Angeles right now is Actually Keenan Allen so that's Actually very funny
0: that is very Funny
1: we're on complete opposite Ends with the whole with the whole Keenan Allen issue. I I like Keenan Allen a lot. I have Keenan Allen actually ahead of, um, of Devo Samuel. The guy that I just mentioned is a bust. I have Debo at 41 and I have Keenan Allen at 37.
0: And that's overall. Um,
1: yes. Actually overall. overall in the, in the wide receiver ranks that makes Keenan Allen, my wide receiver 16 and Devo Samuel, my, my wide receiver 17.
0: It's actually flipped. In the uh, in the consensus in full, it's Debo Samuel at sixteen and out Al- and Keenan Allen at seventeen.
1: Okay, so not not too far off. No, not too far off at all. But where is the consensus of Michael Pittman by chance? Twenty three, wide receiver twenty three, wide receiver twenty three. Oh wow, that be high. Yeah, I'm I'm higher than the consensus. Wow. <laughs> okay, interesting. I could have also said uh, Drake London as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I think Atlanta though is going to be better. I, I I do think so. Even with Ritter, I think they'll be they'll be better. And then of course, of course, I mean, I'd be I'd be remiss in my duties as CEO of the I Hate Calvin Ridley Fan Club if I didn't say Calvin Ridley is a Boston since. I think I need to, I, there's like a quota for me every show now until we get to like drafts and then week one for me to just go on record and say that I just hate Calvin Ridley and and the the, the craziness that is that is surrounding him
0: that's a good point um I think you have, do you have a po box set up somewhere to get fan mail to the I hate Calvin Ridley fan Club
1: you mean death threats <laughs> oh my God it, it's cultish I, 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 honestly it. honestly the, the the whole thing with Calvin Ridley and where people are wanting to get him is, is, is ridiculous to me. It really is. And I wish, I honestly wish I understood it. Like he's, he's being drafted right now in half on NFC. And I only know this because I did this today. He's being drafted right now, 52nd overall in half PPR. That to me is absolutely insane. What? That's That's like crazy to me.
0: Fifth or sixth round, depending on how big your
1: league is. So I did it based on 12. So it's one, two, three, it's round five. Jeez. Right at the top of round five. Oh, that's I don't know. It's crazy. So. It, it's absolutely crazy to me. I don't get it.
0: That, that's nuts. But we do have to move on. Great question, Billy. And pick another number.
1: Uh let's go with uh Billy was what? 10? 10. Uh, let's go with nine.
0: Well, excuse me for assuming that you just wrote stuff down like you check them off like you always do with the mailbag. So I, I, don't I really, I, saying, really should,
1: I really should. But that requires me actually getting a pen and paper out right now. I'm, I'm just I'm just not about that life.
0: OK, well, I'll do my best to run out of my promise. Number nine is from Greg. Where's Greg from?
1: Uh, Greg is from Southold, New York.
0: You know what they say? can't make a tomlet without breaking a few Greg's true (laughs) I love succession
1: great 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 reference
0: yeah big fan of cousin Greg so okay
1: reminds me a little bit of you Adam in what regard we'll talk about that another time okay minus the heavy drug use of course
0: So Greg asks, who is your favorite late round QB sleeper that is not getting much attention right now?
1: Not getting much attention?
0: Yeah, not getting much attention. Hmm. Zach Wilson. No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) I mean, not getting much attention. That's hard to say that a quarterback is not getting much attention.
0: Um. Literally, everybody's getting attention. This is, it's fantasy.
1: It depends. If you're looking for a guy that could be a contributor and to fill a void, I would say Sam Darnold. As crazy as that sounds.
0: It does sound a little crazy.
1: I would say Sam Darnold. If you I mean, could tell me he's the guy in San Francisco, it'll cost you nothing. But if you're looking for a guy that's going to be your guy for the entirety of the season, then the answer is Jordan Love for me.
0: Jordan Love, where you pick like one of the guys, one of the backups, and you know hope that something happens. I get honestly, thrust into a role.
1: Honestly, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't discount this one either. Uh, Andy Dalton is going to start for the Carolina Panthers. Week one, he gets the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. I don't hate that. If you're just looking for a guy and maybe like you're drafting Kyler, I don't know. And you're just playing the streaming game until you get Kyler back. Maybe that's an avenue that you look to potentially explore with, with Andy Dalton. And of course, Anthony Richardson is is another one that I'm really, really, really liking too. And he's, He's super cheap. Like, let me just have a look and see. Frankly, where it's he... wild
0: that you were saying nice things about Andy Dalton.
1: I know. I I, I know. Believe me, it's 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 borderline sickening. Uh, he's going as the QB twenty two right now. Anthony Richardson. Like, that's free. That's costing you nothing. So, get Anthony Richardson and pair him with Kirk Cousins, Ageno Smith, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, and you're just absolutely loving life.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like Kenny Pickett. Sure. Like that could be kind of a cool uh sleeper pick that nobody's talking about. But like I feel like a lot of the guys that are sleepers, because people ask these questions all the time. It's like uh it's like a paradox almost. It's like how can they be a sleeper if everybody keeps talking about how they're a sleeper?
1: Yep. Kenny Pickett's a good shout. That's a really good shout, actually.
0: Yeah, but I mean, as a as a flyer, as a lottery ticket, I I you know you never know what what could happen, right? Because right. Kenny Pickett looked pretty good last year. He has good rushing numbers, um, just based off of memory. But I yeah, I think that uh, he could be interesting.
1: He's going to grow in year two. He has to.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So pick a number.
1: Uh, let's go with four.
0: Number four is from Peter. Where's Peter from?
1: He is Peter is from St. Petersburg, Russia. Oh, Russia. You never say St. Petersburg, Florida. Why would I do that? A shitty hockey team is from there. No, no, no. St. Petersburg, Russia.
0: No, actually, uh, a pretty good baseball team is from there. The shitty hockey team is from Tampa.
1: That's true. That they're not. They're not, in, they're not. They don't play at the forum anymore. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Saint Pe- Saint uh, Petersburg, Russia. Great people, Saint well, Petersburg.
0: Take out a pen and paper for this one. Okay. Just so you can write the write these names down. Okay. Uh, rank these quarterbacks. All right. Aaron Rodgers. Jared Goff, Geno Smith, Matt Stafford.
1: Geno, Rogers, Goff, Stafford.
0: I agree. I think I would have Rogers ahead of Geno.
1: But Geno has more weapons than Rogers does. Really? Does he? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, fine. He has JSN and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Yeah. And
1: and, and, and Kenneth Walker. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers has, but wait, Aaron Rodgers does have our good friend, Randall Cobb. Oh, that was silly. That's a silly mistake. No, and it's Alan,
0: he, he has Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and Brees Hall.
1: Adam, we're, we're, we're trying to compare Alan Lazard to Tyler Lockett now? Come on now. Yeah, yeah. That's Come absolutely
0: it's it's full Homer, Homer it's, glasses. Full it's Homer not, glasses.
1: it's not that distant. Geno Smith is by QB 14 Rogers by QB 15 golf by QB 16. So they're back to back to back. And Stafford's by QB 19.
0: Yeah. I mean, Stafford. Well, it was only a bust about, it was only a bust question for receivers, but if we had to pick quarterback busts, I don't think Stafford is going to be that great this year.
1: Interesting. I actually like Stafford a whole heck of a lot.
0: Well, he's going to be a good value. Like, you're going to be getting him for free. For free. Like, what was that? A neck injury Mm -hmm. or back injury last year? Neck. Yeah. Forget it. Don't screw with neck injuries.
1: Just don't take him high, but you're not going to be in a position where you're going to be able to take him high. So, he's worth it. He's worth it. He's with Sean McVay. And you tell me a guy is with Sean McVay, I'm interested.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Three down. Uh ten to go. Uh let's go with number eight.
0: Number eight is from Kyle. Where's Kyle from?
1: Uh Kyle is from Newcastle up on Tyne, England.
0: Okay. That's fair. Uh Kyle asks if Alvin Kamara is suspended, where would you where would you draft him? how many
1: games suspended for
0: that is not part of the question, but I will, I will amend this question and say, let's say he's suspended for four games, four
1: games. Ooh.
0: I don't think that's, I don't even know. I haven't been keeping up on this. I don't know if that's the rumored thing.
1: Round what it, five,
0: but yeah, let's say four games
1: round five
0: quarter of the season round five. Round five.
1: Six games round seven. Late round seven. Maybe no, round eight. Round eight.
0: Yeah, I have to agree with you on that.
1: Uh, right now I have I have him sixty-ninth overall. So nice. Th- thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah. Four game four games round five. Six games round eight. Anything more than that, I'm not drafting. And even even six games, that would have to be it would have to be a lot for me to consider it. Because I mean, I mean, let's just face it: Alvin Camara hasn't been very good.
0: That's true. Even if he was playing a full seventeen, it would s- still be like kind of a a toss up. If I were if he was drafting. playing
1: a full seventeen, he'd probably be a third or a fourth round pick maximum.
0: Yeah, but now. So, mm. All right. Next question. Pick a number.
1: Uh let's go with six.
0: Number six is from Thomas. Hmm. Where's Thomas
1: from? Uh Thomas is from. uh, He's from Edinburgh, Scotland. Some international Uh, flavor on this podcast today.
0: Very international. Um, Thomas is or Thomas asks. Half PPR need to keep three at no round cost. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, CD Lamb, Stefan Diggs, James Conner, James Cook.
1: The first three. Yeah. Yeah, the first three.
0: That's, this seems a lot easier
1: than it probably should be. I don't know why it's even a question. It's the first three. At no round cost. At no cost. Yeah. At no cost. Yeah. No. 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 Mahomes, Lamb, Dicks with a three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the three. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your question, Thomas. Best of luck in your league with your clearly stacked team.
1: I mean, I, I could, I could see it being a question if there was like an elite running back that was that was that was there instead of Mahomes, but it's Mahomes or James Connor.
0: Yeah. All right. Next question.
1: Uh, seven.
0: Number seven is from James. Where's James from?
1: James is from St. James, New York. Oh, look at that. Always. James,
0: <laughs> James wants you to rank these wide receivers in fall. Okay. JSN. Jordan Addison, Drake London, Kadarius Tony, Jonathan Mingo. Oh, someone's been
1: listening to the podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, I love the Jonathan Mingo name drop. That's uh, that's amazing. Well done. Um, <laughs> for me, for me, it's Addison in Jigba. Oh no, sorry, sorry. He said Drake London too, right?
0: Yeah, Drake London's here. Okay, yeah, Drake, Tony. Drake
1: London is by far and away number, number one on that list. It's London, Jordan Addison, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Kadarius Tony, Jonathan Mingo. Who's the one that I want the most out of that list? It's probably Jonathan Mingo. Well, that's
0: to be expected.
1: Oh, he's such a crush of mine. It's pathetic. <laughs> it's It's pathetic.
0: And the more things change, the more they stay the same.
1: I, I listen, I find my guys. I find my guys and I latch onto them. Jonathan Mingo might be one of my guys.
0: Sometimes he's named John. Sometimes he's named Josh Allen. Sometimes he's named Cam Akers. Sometimes he's named I don't know, Logan Paulson.
1: <laughs> Amon Ross St. Brown.
0: Amon Ross St. Brown.
1: Sun God? Yeah. And then yeah, sometimes he is named. Logan Paulson. Great. Sometimes sometimes he's named Carry On Johnson. Carry On My Wayward Son.
0: There'll be peace when you are done.
1: Lay Your Weary Head to rest. Come on, Adam. Finish the rest of the song. Come on. I
0: don't know the rest of the lyrics. (laughs) What?
1: It's Kansas.
0: Don't cry no more that's what it was
1: I know was the cry was definitely there I'm I'm I we need to have a conversation about this this is uh oh, this is not good this is not good I'm sorry wow can, can we just move on no I don't know if we can honestly after that but we could try or are you, can you not bear to even talk to me after that uh, uh I'm struggling right now uh number 11
0: number 11 is from howard where's howard from
1: howard is from howard beach new york that yeah i mean come on i would have also
0: accepted howard uh howard terminal in california fair fair but yeah howard beach new york is is fine so howard asks what is your policy for making trades during the draft?
1: There is no policy. You make fucking trades during your drafts if it's a, if it's a keeper or a dynasty league. There is like no, this oh, question is no policy.
0: This maybe. question would have been better if it was specifically about redraft leagues, like pure oh, redraft maybe if leagues. It's,
1: if, it's, if it's on redraft leagues and you want to make a trade, I mean, I mean, sure. I mean yeah, you could you could do it, but you, you just can't trade
0: future picks is the thing.
1: Yeah, you gotta well, be trading maybe... players during during the draft. And I mean like who is who is trading players during the draft at a redraft? <laughs> like that's silly.
0: That's pretty silly. Because so it's like, like
1: oh yeah, yeah. But during like I I have been in probably oh, I've probably been in north of a hundred redraft leagues. I don't really do redraft that much anymore. But in all of those drafts, I have never actually seen a trade done during the draft. I've never seen it. I've seen trades done after the draft, but I've never actually seen someone say, okay, yeah, we have a trade that is done during the draft and we're going to make it official after or we're going to do it right now. Like, I've never seen that.
0: I mean, theoretically, you could trade picks. You could trade future picks. Oh, you absolutely
1: can. You could absolutely trade picks around, for sure.
0: But the thing is, it's a lot more random. Where, like, if you're in a keeper or a dynasty league, especially in a dynasty league, if you're trading a future pick and you know that you're going to suck or you know that you're going to be really good, or something like that, and you know that that pick is going to be later. Then you're like, okay, I'll be more. I'm more willing to, you know, trade this pick. But if you're in a redraft league and it's a lottery, then you could be giving up first overall, regardless of how you perform in that season.
1: Well, I look at i I more look at it as you're in a draft, and someone calls you. You're in a redraft, and someone calls you, and you're like, hey. Uh, I want your first round pick. I'm going to give you a second, a third, and a fourth, and I'll attach an eighth and a tenth to move up and get your first round pick. Would you be able to do it? Like, what's the long term value in that? There's none. You're giving the away. Guy... You're giving away a first round pick for what? So you have oh. two second round picks, two third round picks, and two fourth round picks. Like, no, you want to have the first round pick.
0: Yeah, but the person that's giving up all those other picks is going to just have a team with like Christian McCaffrey on it by himself.
1: Sure. sure, but he gets that he then gets two first round picks, and everyone knows having two first round picks is, is is much more fun. But in my keep in my keeper league, great a great example in my keeper league where I know I have a, I know I'm I'm down a third round pick, I got number two in the choice order for Kentucky Derby. I got number two. My plan is going to be to trade out of, the, out of number two. 100%. Trade out of trade out of number two, try and get a third round pick back, and move back a couple spots so that way I could do zero RB.
0: Hold that thought. There was a question about zero RB.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Hold that thought about draft position and how it relates to zero RB. Because sure. Because we're, we're
1: getting there. Sure.
0: Unless you pick it right now.
1: I'll try. I'll do my hardest. Uh, let's go with number Number one is talking to me. Go number one.
0: Okay. Well, number one is from Sean. Where's mm. Sean from?
1: Sean is from, uh, let's see here. Beverly Hills, California. We love the stars. Adam, who's the star that's on your mind today?
0: You know who's on my mind today? Who? Please share. Two weeks ago, I was bored on a Saturday night, and I watched the movie Draft Day with Kevin Costner.
1: Great guy. Great guy.
0: Great guy. Terrible movie.
1: John Dutton. John Dutton. Great guy. Absolute king for all the Yellowstone people out there. We represent John Dutton. Amazing, amazing guy. Uh, The stars on my mind today. um, I'm going to go with Ryan Carter. Now, Ryan Carter. Ryan most, Carter? Yes, Ryan Carter. Most notably known for getting his ass absolutely pummeled, more like his face beaten in, at Center Ice at Madison Square Garden by Stu Bickle. But I was listening to a, a podcast episode today. I will not give this podcast uh free a free ad because fuck that. But he was on said podcast and he was talking about how one of his uh first experiences um in his rookie year, may it may have been his rookie year, uh, he dabbled in um in Xanax. And he did not know at the time what Xanax did. And it was given to him by his by his team, the team that he was on. And I'm not gonna say the name of the team because I don't wanna get entangled into into legal legal shit. But anyway, the team that he was on were giving out these Xanaxes for all these players so that it could help them sleep. And Ryan Carter had no idea what the hell Xanax did, so he had a he had a a pre pre game skate at five o'clock, and he popped the Xanax at two and he had his alarm set for 4 and he was saying on this podcast that he woke he woke up when his alarm went off and this dude he was seeing stars he had no idea what the hell his name was what he was doing and and adam you mean for anybody who has ever taken a Xanax in their life that shit is going to knock you out for at least 7 hours like you need to make sure that you have 7 hours 7 8 hours that you could go and you can just sleep He was running on his annex in two hours. And the story goes that they were playing they were playing the the Blackhawks that night. And he was lining up Brent Seabrook for a hit (laughs) along the boards. And he missed Brent Seabrook by about three feet and gave it everything that he got, slammed right into the fucking boards when Brent Seabrook missed. When he missed Brent Seabrook. Went back to the bench, didn't know what his name was, was still just tripping. And Patrick Sharp was like chirping him on the bench. And Ryan Carter goes, Yeah, I took a fucking Xanax and I'm, I'm here right now. And then <laughs> Ryan Carter was saying the entire Black Oaks bench was just like, What? You took a Z he took a Xanax? Or yeah, he took a Xanax. And
0: what a wild story.
1: And then for the rest of the game, the Blackhawks, and this is like pretty much peak Blackhawks. They were not hitting him. They were letting him be. <laughs> they were letting him be because they knew he was like just tripping, just tripping ass. That's crazy. And, and they were like, they were telling him like, listen, we're going to be doing this off the draw. Don't go there. We're not trying to kill you tonight.
0: That's what an interesting story. Amazing. I do. Very amazing. So, I do have a question. Yes. Before you get to Sean, what did you think of Draft Day, the movie? Oh, it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. It was It was not great.
1: Terrible. Terrible. What, what a waste of my time. It
0: was like discount money ball.
1: Yes. Yes. Very much so. It, it was terrible. Yeah.
0: It was not great.
1: No. No, not at all. Good effort. Good effort, but bad.
0: I know. Can you imagine... Like for giving up three first round picks for first overall is a fireable offense, mm-hmm. like on the spot, fireable offense.
1: Yeah, and Kevin Costa was just like, Sure, sure, why not? Sure,
0: I just, I mean, I don't know, it, it was kind of crazy, but anyway. So, Sean, Sean. At- is in a PPR keeper league. Okay, it doesn't specify whether or not it's half or full. But
1: I would assume if, if, it, if it just says if it just says PPR, I would imagine it's full.
0: I would also assume that it's full. Um, but he needs to keep two in this PPR keeper league: Josh Jacobs for a fifth, Christian okay. Watson for a seventh, all right, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence for a thirteenth or Romeo
1: Dobbs for a 16th. Oh, those are great options. It's not Dobbs. Christian Watson for a 7th, yes. But then it's either Trevor for a 13th or Josh Jacobs for a 5th. Trevor Lawrence for a 13th because you yeah, get think... you get more long-term control out of that instead of maybe like let's just say it go it goes up two next year and you're now talking about a third or it just continues to go up one you maybe get two more years out of josh jacobs whereas with trevor lawrence you could have trevor lawrence at pretty good control for the next five six years so yeah trevor lawrence and christian watson would be the two that i would go with
0: well i'm just coming up with a strategy so bear with me but i feel like for keepers i don't know if this is how other people think because I've never been in a keeper league. So take this with a grain of salt. But I feel like you have to think about when you're looking at keepers, what are the chances that I can get this player at close to this spot? Because Josh Jacobs, you can get him pretty close to round five normally.
1: Not not now.
0: Well, I mean, you can get him in the third round, probably, or second round.
1: No, no. no, he's go. No. Where's he
0: going? Seventh overall. Seventh overall. Yeah. Did we just do a mock draft where he went in the second round?
1: He's seventh overall for me. And if I'm looking at full, let me just have a look at. He's like the he's the RB six right now. Consensus. Wow. In full. OK, well, still. You might be able to get Josh Jacobs again. Trevor at.
0: Whatever. Well you could but draft
1: Trevor, you could draft Josh Jacobs in round in, in round one, depending on where you are, or maybe even the beginning part of round two.
0: But you're not getting anything close to the value of Trevor Lawrence in the thirteenth.
1: Yes. Yes, that's correct. You are which you are not the, getting Trevor Lawrence in the thirteenth round. That that is right.
0: Which is the crux of the point that I was going to be making.
1: Yes. Regardless yes, of definitely.
0: how wrong I was about Josh Jacobs, that's the, the point. Is yes, that you're that's not correct? Getting, yeah.
1: Yes, spot on, spot on. Which which and and you also have to look at it from a long term view. You know, I don't know what the what the keeper rules are for if you keep a player for consecutive years, but um, normally how I do it in my in my keeper league is I just do it. You know, if you keep a guy for more than a year, it continues to go up by two. I don't know how you do it, um, but if if it continues to go up by two, you're still getting a solid. Three or four years out of Trevor Lawrence, and if it goes only goes up by one, you're you're getting six years of a really solid quarterback for basically nothing. So, yeah, Tre- Trevor Lawrence and Christian Watson is the move. I agree, even though Romeo uh- Dobbs for a sixteenth is really tempting, <laughs> really tempting. Like that's that's nothing. You're getting him for nothing.
0: Yeah, it's just those two options are just so much better than the other than the other two I
1: wouldn't be surprised if Romeo Dobbs has a role to play for the Packers I really wouldn't be
0: I wouldn't be either I mean like hmm. somebody's got to get the ball in that in that offense You
1: know what I changed my answer I changed really? my answer I'm going to go with Dobbs take the stab because I have Watson right now in PPR I haven't 66th overall so, going on oh, so actually, you might get him in the same spot then. Yeah, you could get him pretty close to that. Whereas, I mean, I'm shocked that Christian Watson is that high, that someone took him that high last year. Yeah, yeah go Dobbs. Go Dobbs and go Lawrence. I mean, and you could also honestly trade one of Jacobs or Watson and get a better keeper. That might actually be what I would do but Dobbs for his 16th is like a stab and he cost you nothing. Like, yeah, I, I actually think that's the move. That's that is the move Dobbs. Interesting. Interesting. I yeah. never thought I would say that because I, I love Christian Watson, um, but you could get him pretty close to his original value.
0: Yeah, like, no, that's pretty, like that's Adam pretty said. convincing. That's convincing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that was a very good point that you made. Very, very good point.
0: All right, pick another number. We only have four, no, five questions left.
1: Uh, let's go with five.
0: Number five is from Charles.
1: Oh, the king, his coronation.
0: Charles in charge. Oh, someone would say my
1: king. I hope you had a fabulous coronation. You look wonderful out there. I have to say I watched the entire thing. It was a great time.
0: So where is the king? Is he in London
1: hanging no, out? No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. The king, the king, the king is not in London anymore. Uh, the king has gone down to see, uh, to see a province of his, to see a territory of the United Kingdom. He is in Melbourne, Australia.
0: I don't think that's right anymore.
1: It's not right. <laughs> Australia is not is not a yeah. uh, territory of the United Kingdom. Guess what? It was, and for my I, king, I know it was for my king. For my king, it is. The US is still a territory of my king, King Charles.
0: Well, anyway, it's nice. I hope he's having fun in Australia.
1: Great guy. But great guy. Love him.
0: Clearly, he's just married to his work because he wants us to grade the traded dynasty. Nice. Good man. And this is in full. Okay. So give Austin Eckler, Brandon Cooks. First rounder next year. Whoa.
1: Whoa, whoa. He's giving Eckler and a first rounder next year? hmm What the hell are you getting back?
0: Uh, you might be disappointed. Get DK Metcalf, Javante Williams, and a second rounder next year.
1: Huh. Huh. The giving up the first rounder sucks. But you're getting younger at the running back position with Javante Williams. You're getting a clear upgrade at receiver with DK Metcalf. I'm going to imagine that Charles is a good dynasty player. I'm going to assume that he's contending. Which is why he was okay with giving up the first rounder. I actually don't hate it. I don't know. I kind of do. I don't hate it because Austin Eckler is playing for his second contract. We know how running backs are with their second contracts, they don't ever work out. Brandon Cooks is all right. He's Brandon Cooks, whatever. Well, Brandon first Cooks is not next great. year stinks, but if you're in a 12 team Dynasty League and you're contending and you're only picking, you know, 9th, 10th, 11th, or 12th. It doesn't really matter as much. You're picking up an additional second rounder. You'll still be picking at the turn anyway. But you're getting younger with DK Metcalf and Javante Williams. Javante Williams is, is the the X factor to this. If Javante Williams comes back and Javante Williams is good, then yeah, you hit a home run here. You hit, you hit a home run. But if Javante Williams isn't good and you gave up Eckler in a first, but you're getting DK Metcalf also, it won't be as good. Well, therein
0: lies the rub. Javante Williams is He's the key
1: to all this. He is the absolute key to all this. He's a wild card. Yes. I would say that's a that's a B that could turn into an A minus or a B that could turn into a C plus.
0: Honestly, I kind of think it's a B minus. But
1: I just think it's just so much. See, I don't. I really don't. Because you got you got to look in dynasty. You have to look at long term value, and no, what I know. and what long term value does Brandon Cooks really bring to the table? Really, he doesn't bring anything to the table. Honestly, like Brandon Cooks is a good receiver. He's good. He's twenty nine years old, but you're getting DK Metcalf, who hasn't even entered his prime yet, and is twenty five years old. And then you're also getting Javante Williams, who the injury be damned is still 23. And if, yeah. you cont- and if you're contending while getting younger and probably filling a void, like that's what that is worth it. That's I mean, I'm interested
0: it. to see what the rest of the team looks like. Sure. Because it feels like um, his majesty is dealing from a position of strength.
1: Let me, let me reach out actually to to Jake i want i want to i want to actually attach this question and see what he says so we can move on to the other uh questions
0: and if he responds he and if responds?
1: he responds if he if he responds yeah if he responds i will give exactly what he says okay well please pick a number while you're doing that Okay, I sent I sent him the question. We'll we'll find out shortly. I'm still saying it's it's a B. I still think he did really well. Uh let's go with three. I think it's a B minus,
0: but um another grade the trade. But first, number three is from Lance. Where is Lance from?
1: Uh he's from Fort Worth, Texas.
0: Lance wants us to grade the trade, keeper league, half PPR. Okay. I trade Nick Chubb and Mike Williams. I get Kenneth Walker and Mike Evans. Hmm. That seems like, I I
1: don't know. I kind of like the Chubb and Williams side. But it's not like you did terribly. Because Walker definitely is a better keeper going forward. But I like the Chubb and Williams side more.
0: I think Walk well, Mike Evans is not a great keeper, but Kenneth Walker is probably better than both Chubb right, and Williams. Right, which is why he
1: made which is why he made the deal. He made the deal because he was getting Kenneth Walker and I would assume solid control.
0: Yeah. This is different than the other trade because Kenneth Walker we know is going to be good. And it, uh, Kenneth Kenneth Walker's
1: not a that. Well, he was good last year anyway. Right, but now he's got competition. It's a bit a B minus. It's a B minus. B-. I like the Chubb and Williams side more, but not by much.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think I kind of agree with you. It's a bit of a it's a B minus. All right. Three more questions.
1: Three more? Uh let's go with Number 13. You did it. I did what I
0: did. It's the zero RB question. Oh,
1: yes. Nice.
0: Number 13 is from Andrew. Where's Andrew from?
1: Uh, Andrew is from Waco, Texas.
0: Andrew says or asks, in a 12 team league, where's the best spot to start zero RB?
1: What's well, the scoring? He didn't say. Uh damn it. Um, I'll assume I'll assume full PPR. I'll say seventh overall is a pretty good place to go because that that's where I think you'll have a choice between Jamar Chase and Travis Kelsey. You'll get one of them, I would imagine. And if not, you'll still have Cooper Cup on the board. So you could always go in that direction as well. You also got to factor in that Bijan Robinson could attract somebody's eye, and you could potentially definitely get Jamar Chase there. Yeah, I'll say seventh overall. But if you if you were to go and do it eighth overall, I don't think it's that bad either. I actually don't mind if you go if you have a top three pick and you decide that you're going to do Justin Jefferson at one of those top three picks, and then just go zero RB. And, like, just say you go Justin Jefferson, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Garrett Wilson. Like, that's great. You know, I I would not hate that at all. Yeah, this actually gives me
0: a bit of an idea. We should do a mock draft where we go zero RB early in the draft.
1: Sure. I have no issue with that.
0: We could do like a first, maybe like first or second overall zero RB
1: or something like that. Or third I mean, or top three. I mean, do you want just do you want to do it right now? Not do the entire thing, not do the <laughs> entire thing, but just do like do just do like six rounds.
0: Well, we only we have like two more questions. So if you
1: we can do this quick, we could do this quick. All right, let me just set let me just set it up, uh, really quick. We'll do it in a 10 team league, we'll do it third overall. Not that we're going to finish the entire thing, but just to kind of give an idea of where you could go. All right, so then the first, the first two picks were both running backs. It was Barkley and McCaffrey. So let's just go ahead and let's go with Justin Jefferson, like we said we were going to do. Um, I won't read out all the picks. There was a big runner receiver in second round in the second round. Uh, but you're looking at Stefan Diggs here. Devontae Adams here. i St. Brown still here. Mark Andrews is here. You know what? Let's actually go and let's take Mark Andrews. Let's take Mark Andrews there. Get the tight end in the bag. Then go Devontae Adams. So this is through round three, right? Justin Jefferson, yeah. Mark Andrews, Devontae Adams. We're up in round four. Aren't a ton of receivers here that I love. You're looking, you're looking at Debo. You're looking at Amari Cooper. Uh, you're looking at DJ Moore. You're looking at Chris Godwin, DeAndre Hopkins. I am going to go, and I'm going to take Amari Cooper here. So you have Amari Cooper in the bag there. Then you have another receiver that could potentially come off the board if if we want, or we could go Josh Allen, which is exactly what we're going to do. We'll go Josh Allen there. So just to just to read this off, this is through round five also. And then we're we're sitting here in round six with running back options of Rashad White, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams. So the team right now, this is drafting from the third overall spot. Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Amari Cooper, Mark Andrews, Josh Allen, and then a starting running back choice of Rashad White, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams.
0: Well, I think we should do a full version of this segment.
1: We can, we definitely can. That's just an example, uh, to, to to give you there if you want to do it at the top.
0: Yeah. So there you go. We'll we'll have this more fleshed out, um, probably in the next com- in the coming weeks. So, uh, yeah, either two or twelve. Which one is
1: it going to be? Uh, two. Number
0: two is from Nathan. Where is Nathan from?
1: Uh, Nathan is from Ankara, Turkey.
0: Where is the best and worst case landing spots for DeAndre Hopkins? Best case spot, where would you draft him? And then worst case, where would you draft him?
1: Best landing spot for him would be the Chiefs, and I would draft him in probably round. Let's see what I have him right now. Right now, I have DeAndre Hopkins going in the late part of round six goes to the chiefs i'll say i'll draft him early round five he goes to the patriots the worst case landing spot for him i wouldn't draft him until late part around seven
0: yeah the chiefs would be amazing for
1: hopkins oh my god that would just be that'd be stupid but i think he's staying in arizona barring something some change like i think he's staying there and if it's Colt McCoy that's starting out the year, I really don't hate that for for DeAndre Hopkins. It was when Trace McSorley came in is when shit got bad for for Hopkins towards the end of the year. But with Colt McCoy, he was really good. So I don't mind it. I don't mind it.
0: Yeah, I feel like I kind of agree with you on all on all counts there, for sure. Number twelve is from Colin. Where's Colin from?
1: Uh, Colin is from East Lansing, Michigan.
0: Colin asks, in full PPR, where or in full PPR, would you rather have Cooper Cup or Travis Etienne?
1: Cooper Cup. I have Cooper Cup at 9, Etienne at 15.
0: I would also rather have Cooper Cup.
1: All right. Well,
0: this has been fun. Uh, I look like you're about to say something
1: no no i have nothing i have nothing more to say
0: okay that's that's good um this has been fun a fun mailbag and um you know like we were saying before stay tuned because we will be doing more mock drafts and more discussions and more stuff leading into august it's it'll be here before you know it trust me
1: it will be hard to believe we're already in may
0: i know i know well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basic Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. For my co host at Birdsall, I am Adam Caster. We'll talk to you next time.
1: Bye bye.